Alrighty, fellow Horn Toad loyal listeners, are you ready for another edition of the Claggett Hill Veteran Podcast? If so, me and David are going to bring you episode 11 for season 6. And with this episode 11, it's going to be, it's going to have a theme of rational logic. And what's really behind all this, just so you know, is kind of, it's like combining um, witchcraft, uh, the subject of witchcraft and scary shit with um, just having a rational, logical mind when approaching these type of things. And just it's something I've always wanted to do since uh, I, I think the uh, season two of the Clagatill Veteran podcast. And um, since it's this being Halloween and, you know, we're getting closer to that and I've really been falling behind on the podcast, I'm going to go ahead and make number 11 uh, kind of blended in with like um, scientific, rational thoughts, uh, the psychology behind it mixed with our fear of cryptoid, paranormal, supernatural stuff. So... This episode is going to have six segments again, and the first one we'll start off with will be military strategy versus black magic. The second one will be hidden truths. The third one will be satanic <laughs> satanic cemetery skinwalkers, kind of a tongue twister there. Uh, number four will be shape-shifting travelers. Number five will be scientific traditionalism. And finally, number six will be supernatural storytelling. And that's uh, that's just kind of like a tribute to my late older brother, but um, who who's really good at telling stories, but uh, or scary stories, I should say. And um, that's where I wanted to take this episode and kind of take it in that direction. So, without me rambling on too much, let's go ahead and get started on the first uh, segment of the night, which will be military strategy versus black magic. And I hope you find it entertaining, because here we go. All right, Horn Toad loyal listeners, um, let's go ahead and start off this first segment. But just a little footnote: um, one of the one of one of the wild cats came in here, the Hogan, with a David, and um, that damn cat uh, ate David's food and knocked down his water bowl and pissed every. I don't know where the hell it pissed, but it stinks in here now. So I had to open the windows. So, as a disclaimer, if you hear the dogs barking in the background, I have the windows open. So. COVID and uh, Moderna, they, I think they're right underneath the window. If not, then I guess we'll hear some eerie, chilly skinwalker sounds. And hopefully David's inner kitty alarm will let us know what's going on. But anyways, so this first segment, military strategy versus black magic. Um, this segment is about how the clashing of two different worlds produces antiheroes. And basically, let me just start off with... Uh, the nonprofit president. Once again, this crazy bitch, um, she's trying to get me in trouble. You know, uh, she knows that we don't want her on the board and she's trying everything she can to stay on. But, um, she, she sent an email, you know, trying to be all ballsy now, because uh, I know she's using that witchcraft. That's the only time anyone gets ballsy, you know, is when they use witchcraft. Uh, she wants to have a budget meeting and, you know, something that I've been trying to push for, for about, you know, since we've, since we've missed out on this month's meeting, uh, excuse me, that makes it four months. We've went out without an actual meeting 
And um, I was trying to do those budget reports, but um, it, I just kept, you know, not well. I didn't do anything. Um, she didn't want to have these meetings in person. And I said, you know, that's just how we do it, man. So anyways, um, so what's behind all that is she, now she knows she can get a rise out of me. Now she knows she can piss me off. So the reason why she wants to do this is, you know, you can already tell that she's trying to do this from like a revenge point of view, uh, to do it like, um, you know, just to have, uh, just to have me be humiliated. And she, I, I, I don't know. See, the only thing I don't really know is why in the fuck is she trying to do all this just to take over the nonprofit when she doesn't even do a goddamn thing. So right there is the only troubling problem, but she's trying to make me look like a fool, trying to make it look like I'm stealing money, which is totally stupid because I put down my notes and all that. Somehow she got a hold of the budget and that's the thing that she's not supposed to be able to do because with the bank that we go through, um, I talked to the, um, the lady that was helping us with our account. And I said, did you give her a copy of that? You know, she says, no, it's the bank policy to not give anyone that's not, you know, to give them paperwork. That's not in the uh, bank, uh, like authorized through the bank statements or something like that. I forgot what it was called, but I said, oh, okay, well, somehow she got a hold of it. So that that right there is shady in itself. She might have gotten, went down to Phoenix because uh, we bank in, you know, in uh, Gallup, New Mexico. So she must have went down to Phoenix or somewhere down there, used the same bank and, um, you know, lied her way through using her little witchcraft and probably that's how she got it. So right there, it's already destroying her um, her credibility, you know. Before, I was just like, you know, you just get out of here. Cause you're not, you know, you're not really working with the veterans. Um, I know you're doing personal attacks against me, but you know, I'm willing to overlook that now, you know, since she's pulling that shady shit, you know, it's like, well then why in the hell are you still here? You know? So anyways, um, and then the other reason why she wants to have this in-person meeting is so she can piss me off and, you know, she's thinking I'm going to take a swing at her or grab her by the throat and slam her against the ground. Trust me, believe me, I would love to do that. But, um, thinking rationally and logically, um, I'm bringing my mommy. So mommy ravager is going to be with me because I, I told my mom everything that I've been up to and everything that I've been trying to do. And my mom knows all this, you know, she knows my struggles and, she knows that, you know, we haven't gotten shit done because of this ugly bitch. So, uh, my mom's got, um, pretty much got my back. So I just told the other board members, um, just show up. We'll, we'll set up a date or something. Um, but where fuck your, your, your protection, man. I don't know if you got an arrowhead or, or whatever you carry on you, you bring it because whatever reason, for whatever reason, this bitch is trying to make me look like an idiot. Um, like I'm stealing money from the nonprofit that I helped start, you know, it's kind of stupid, but, um, she's going to be lashing out at the other board members because she don't want to be in. So right there, how in the fuck can you work with someone like that? You know, if they're just, uh, their mission is to, you know, take you down. So that's not, you know, that's not cool. So, um, anyways, so that's what I told them. And, um, that's where, you know, it, it's pointless and stupid for her to even put up this meeting. But 
I will do it because I want the board members to really see how she is. So, I mean, she, like I said, she's already exposing herself, like I said, in uh, two episodes ago. And, you know, whatever she tries to do from here on out is just really, you know, it's just basically fucking up her chances of uh, ever becoming a part of this. And the great thing that's keeping her at bay is that her name is not on the uh, bank um, notes, uh, these bank statements. So with that, you know, I was told by the bank, you know, you, you guys need to get that employee identification number, EIN number, and you need to bring it to us to show that it's still the same or it's been changed. You know, that's all we want. So I'm like, oh, okay. But then after this bitch, you know, started making a big deal about have me writing that email about, you know, all of us having an in-person meeting just to have a re-election. Um, that's where she really got fucking ballsy and screwy. And I know she went to go see her little witchcraft friends and she's trying to make a power play. I'm like, what for, man? There's really nothing for you to do anymore. You know, it's like you blew your chances anyways. Anyway, so, um, my whole point being is, um, that, that is where I'm thinking, you know, logically and rationally about how to approach this type of a skinwalker person, you know. Well, I don't think she knows skinwalking. Uh, I think more or less she knows how to pay people off to do witchcraft, so. And I'm on top of that shit list, so I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I did to you, lady, but all right, if that's the way you want to play it, go ahead, because it's just a childish game, you know. And um, so that is where we're still going to have her replaced, man, because this is really not the environment that the board members feel safe around, you know? And I even talked to them earlier today and uh, the other day. So right there, that's where, you know, just working logically, rationally, you know, that's where, you know, the, the strength comes in against going up against black magic pretty much. So, uh, you know, black magic does have its ways, but if you see the pattern and you know it and you've been dealing with it for so long, you are pretty much medicine man level status, you know, and, or medicine woman, you know, and, um, you, you won't really be able to fall for the same traps anymore. So yeah, she pissed me off and I yelled at her over the phone, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to keep that attitude up and keep, um, you know, have, keep having that as my, my new standard, you know? So if anything, you know, like I said, my mom, she's all fired up, man. She's all pissed off because like I said, my mom's clairvoyant and she knows what this bitch is up to. So my mom is just kind of like, um, she's got all her words ready. And, and I said, good, you know, aim it at this bitch and let her have it, you know, because we'll have it in a public setting and I'm going to have it at the bank probably more than likely. And if she can't make it, then I'll say like, well, then why in the fuck are you even here? Get out of here. You know? So anyways, with that being said, um, getting back to the subject matter where I was saying, you know, military strategy versus black magic with the theme of rational logic. Um, the other thing is, um, you know, just exposing witchcraft or witchcrafters. Um, they do have a like a military mindset, a strategy on how to attack somebody. But the problem with doing that is they, uh, excuse me. Uh, the problem with doing that is they overexpose it, you know, and they show too much. And, um, and what they don't realize is their previous, previous, previous predecessors had already witched somebody, you know? So 
they think, oh, well, this is new to this person, so I'm going to go witch them. It's like, no, you know, like like me, when I came out here from uh, Tuojale in Albuquerque, all that witchcraft out, out there was like real old, you know, it was like all dried up and it was like really old school. So, you know, I had a hell of a time getting through that and undoing all that and reversing it and all that shit. So then here I come to Clagato and then these witchcrafters out here thinking, oh, well, Oh, that native ravager there, he's never been witchcraft before, so I'm going to go witchcraft him. It's like, you can. I mean, nothing's really going to stop me from telling you to stop, you know, or I, I can't really say to stop because you're just going to do it anyways. So regardless of who's witching me or who's using witchcraft against me, it's already been done before. So, you know, I, I'm already aware of the signs, you know, I, I know what's going on and, you know, there are uh, things in nature that will you know, kind of give me the, um, the, the first hand notice, basically like how people treat me in public, how animals treat me, just how things are getting difficult when it shouldn't be that difficult. And, you know, there's dreams. So there's all these, um, resources around our daily lives that if you've been witchcraft, uh, you know, that you got that hex, that curse on you, uh, there, there are a lot of resources within your life, your boundaries that if you know how to pay attention to it, you know how to look for it, then you will know, you know, but, um, that's where last episode where I was talking about alcohol or alcoholic skinwalkers, that's where I was talking, trying to make the point of, you know, a lot of these, uh, Navajos use, um, alcohol to mask their pain and all that, you know, that's pretty obvious, fairly obvious, but it's so obvious that it gets overlooked, you know? And then not only that, but nobody wants to be told that, you know, they, they are being controlled, uh, by like alcoholic possessions, you know? So that's where all that kind of really ruins everything, um, for families to, to work together and to become one again, you know? And that's where a lot of, excuse me, that's where this pattern of a lot of, uh, excuse me, Navajo families. I had some popcorn earlier. And anyways, that's where all these Navajo uh, families, unfortunately, some of them will never get back together because that alcohol is what's ruining their chances of, um, working together and come to a mutual understanding. Just like I was telling this stupid bitch, when I wrote that email, I was like, we just want a mutual understanding of what's going on. And, um, as far as these meetings go, but she's taking it as, Oh, it's a threat. It's a threat. And say, like, Oh, fuck off with your threat. So that is where all that kind of is culminating into this segment, this episode. And then the other thing about this, uh, military strategies versus black magic is the, um, the psychology of fear. Now it, it plays on both sides, you know, and, um, I don't really need to be getting too much into the, um, the uh, technical side because I'm running out of time, but um, I just wanted to say that this podcast and when I do these episodes, you know, especially at night, um, you know, these th there's a Navajo tradition of, oh, you're not supposed to talk about skinwalkers at night. You're not supposed to talk about anything evil. That's taboo. You know, you're bringing a curse down on yourself. Well, you know, for the for all, entire time I've been living, <laughs> um, I never went out to hurt anybody, you know, uh, I mean, it, it's gotten to the point now where I want to. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way, you know, 
that's just the way I am as a person. And um, that's just the way rationally, that's just how anybody would be when you kind of push them to their limit, you know? So that whole psychology of fear, you know, like I said, um, you know, I'm pretty stupid sometimes. I don't know that my life is in danger. Just like that time I was crawling underneath the truck and there was a rattlesnake right there. And I thought it was a pile of cow shit. And when the snake was hissing, I thought it was from underneath the truck, like some, like the tire was busted and it was leaking. Or that time, um, you know, uh, I went into my, my evil cousin's, uh, uh, home or her trailer where her ex-boyfriend hung himself. Oh no, no. Shot himself. Well, he didn't shoot himself in that house, but I mean that trailer, but, uh, I went in there trying to see if I could talk to his spirit. And, um, I was closing my eyes. I was trying to listen out. I was trying to feel around and, uh, well inside the trailer, the night lights were on. So it's not like I could turn them off, but I was like, oh, well, so I tried to talk to him. I tried to like put my hand out and try to feel for like cold air and stuff like that. And, um, maybe he was there. I don't know, you know, so that's where I just kind of, um, say that, you know, I'm, I'm not purposely being stupid. You know, I'm just, there's just sometimes I don't know that there is fear right there that I should be afraid of. Just like that time in a, in the military, when that, when those bombs went off and we're all running towards that one little village. Um, I, you know, I started laughing because it was so funny to me because, you know, I was like, is this a movie? You know, this can't be a movie. Is this for real? You know, and I was just waiting for them, uh, bullets to start whizzing by. And then I was like, oh shit, then I'll take it serious, you know? But so anyways, uh, my whole point about this whole military, uh, strategy versus black magic is it all, it all ties in through the psychology of fear. You know, if you know how to control your fear, it'll be just like a wartime experience. But if you don't, then you get developed PTSD from too much witchcraft and then you start to go crazy. But so with that being said, let's, um, you know, if we need to visit that section again later, we'll do that. But my 15 minutes are up, so let's go jump on to the second segment of the night. This one will be Hidden Truths. So stand by. <laughs> 